Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. Hey, good morning, Coffee Chat. Welcome. It's Ryan Frank. Hope that you had a wonderful weekend. It is now Monday, and I'm so glad to be with you. Those of you that are with me on the podcast or on YouTube or Facebook today, thank you for joining me. I want to remind you, you can always catch the replay video of this or the replay audio on the Kids Matter Podcast Network. Uh, If you go to kidsmatter.com and uh, go to the bottom of the page, you'll see our podcast network. You can also find this on the Ryan Frank Podcast. Find these replay videos on Facebook, on the Ryan Frank YouTube channel, all over. Just search for the Daily Coffee Chat with Ryan Frank. Hope that you're doing well and hope that you had a wonderful, wonderful week. You know, several years ago, I invited Jim Weidman to Kids Matter HQ. Now, if you don't know who Jim Weidman is, you really, really need to get acquainted with Jim Weidman. Just go to jimweidman.com and you'll learn more about Jim. Jim has written books. He is a real champion for children's and family ministry and a thought leader in this space. Several years ago, I invited Jim to Kids Matter HQ to speak at an event, and he asked this room full of of Kidmen leaders, who do you work with as a children's pastor, as a Kidmen leader? And everybody raised their hand and they said, we work with kids. And um, then a group of others raised their hand and said, we work with uh, volunteers. And Jim said, you're right, you work with kids, you work with volunteers, but that's not all. And he got on the whiteboard and he talked about the four groups of people that we work with as children's ministry leaders. And I have shared this with so many of you in the past, Jim's teaching on this, because it is in one sense a no-brainer, but it's also a great reminder, and that is we do work with kids, and we do work with volunteers, but those kids don't bring themselves, do they? Their parents bring them, so that's the third group of people, parents, and then we work with um, other leaders, our pastors, are uh, the elders of the church, the other leaders in the church. So you're working with four groups of people. Don't forget about that when you go into this week. As Kidman leaders, you might be focused on the kids. Um, You might be focused, but the kids are only 25% of the people that you're actually working with. And you also are working with their parents and you're working with the volunteers and you're working with your leaders and your pastors. You can be a great leader of kids. You can be an effective kid communicator. You can have amazing lessons. You can be great with a puppet on your hand. But listen, if you are failing to lead in the other areas I'm talking about, you're going to leave a lot on the table. So this week, keep that perspective in mind. Yes, I'm working with the kids. I'm also working with their parents. Give them some attention this week. Think through, what are they wrestling through? What kind of questions do they have? What kind of problems are they facing? How can I come to their aid, to their assistance? And you're working with volunteers. Give some attention and time to your volunteers and really care for them. Give them a call. Write them some cards of encouragement. Let them know that you're praying for them. And then what can you do to support the other leaders in your church? Now, we have prepared a workshop to help you 
help the parents in your church. I've talked to you a little bit about that over the last week or so. It's called the Parenting in Coronaville Workshop. Parents are finding themselves parenting in Coronaville these days, and it is a little bit crazy, and it's a little bit different. And so we've created this one-hour workshop with five different speakers, and it all happens in one hour. It's pre-recorded. It's going to be available to you next week. I think it's next week, or maybe it's two weeks from now. It's going to be available to you in two weeks on August the 8th. And we're going to talk, and we're creating this to help you help the parents in your church. You'll get an audio recording of this, a video, a reproducible workbook, social graphics, a promo video, so that you can distribute it to all the families in your church and help them with the difficult things that they're facing right now, like um, moving from just the right thriving mode to, or moving from survival mode to thriving mode and really creating a spiritual blueprint plan for their families during this time. And how do you navigate screen time and how do you help kids um, socially when, when they're at home right now, a lot of you are homeschooling and, and my kids need social engagement. We're going to talk about this and much, much more. If you go to kidsmatter.com, you will find more information about the parenting and Coronaville workshop on the main page under the training category in the red bar at the top. Now we're we're excited. I'm excited to have Andrew Hine with us this morning. Uh, Andrew works with uh, partners, ministry partners here in the United States for Samaritan's Purse. Beth and I had the opportunity to take a trip uh, not too long ago with Andrew and several different team members from. Samaritan's Purse and Operation Christmas Child, and I've invited Andrew to join me. Andrew, why don't you jump on here with me? This is actually a take two. Uh, last week, we tried this the end of the week, and Zoom was glitching on us, so we weren't able. So this is take two, and Andrew, we've made it. Good morning. Good morning. Good to be with you. How are you today? Oh, doing great. Good. I love Mondays. It's Mondays are, are uh, just a ripe with opportunity. A fresh start to a new week. That's right. I love the picture behind you. Yeah, it's uh, one of the one of the photos that we have on the wall here, one of our conference rooms. Just kids running with their with their boxes. When they get their boxes, they're just so excited. Uh, they they're overwhelmed, and a lot of times they just uh, you know you can see the excitement in the faces, and you saw it when you were in, in firsthand as well. That's right. So Beth and I had the opportunity to take a trip um, with. Andrew and several other team members and other pastors and leaders to Peru, South America, not too long ago to see churches in action, uh, giving shoe boxes to kids and what an outreach tool that was and an opportunity to present the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, you know, Andrew, we've, we've been ministry partners now for several years, but I really feel like that gave me even a, a stronger, better understanding of who you are and as an organization and what you do. Now, a lot of people have heard of um, Operation Christmas Child, the shoe boxes at Christmas. Give us a bit of an update on how the pandemic has impacted your ministry, either positively or negatively. How has it impacted the work that you're doing at Samaritan's right. Purse? Right. Well, one of the things that we, you know, normally we are at conferences, you know, we're at, you know, uh, Megacon and we're able to share the stories of the shoebox recipients 
uh, you know, from a firsthand. And, and so we get in front of a lot of audiences and, and share what God is doing around the world, like what you saw firsthand. Uh, unfortunately, this year conferences were, were you know, went all online, uh, which was a whole new experience for us. And so we've been able to pivot and share video stories and, and you know, still have that opportunity to share in front of you know, thousands and thousands of people. Uh, but it's really about just getting the word out about that, that Operation Christmas Child is still happening. Uh, kids are, we, we still anticipate 11 million, collecting and distributing another 11 million boxes this year. Uh, it's gonna look different at churches because obviously churches are, are gathering in different ways, uh, but we're looking at, uh, uh, we have options for building boxes online as well, and right. churches can have their own goal pages uh, that they can do. Uh, so we're really trusting that God is going to put it on people's hearts to still collect, you know, their boxes this year and bring them to the distribution centers uh, so that the children next year will be able to get those boxes as well. It's been a difficult year to distribute the boxes because so many countries have been closed down. Uh, but we, we've been able to distribute about 85% of the boxes that were collected last year through the, through the COVID uh, pandemic, even, even when different countries have been locked down. Uh, we've been able to implement you know, the dis social distancing distribution parties you know, with masks, with distancing, and that's still been able to happen. So that's a good, that's really good news. That is good. That's a praise. Um, I don't want to take for granted that everyone who's watching or listening today understands how the ministry of the shoebox works. So I'm, I'm sure a majority of us have, are familiar with the, uh, with the name Operation Christmas Child and the shoebox. But will you step back for someone who's heard of it, but they really don't know how it works. They don't understand how this can be a ministry that their church participates in and how it can help another church somewhere else. Pretend like I've never heard of this and walk me through it. Yeah, it's really a, a, a miraculous uh, program uh, that begins with uh, a family, an individual, a group packing shoe boxes full of hygiene items, uh, toys, gifts, personal items, photographs, letters of encouragement. And what happens is those boxes are brought to churches that, that bring them to distribution centers. And then they're uh, quality controlled. We make sure all the boxes have the right ingredients in them, no, nothing that's inappropriate. Uh, and then those boxes go on a journey uh, around the world to 120 different countries. And what happens is those boxes, it, if you can imagine 11 million boxes being distributed through an amazing network of churches and leaders. Uh, those boxes are put into the hands of national leadership teams uh, that are trained uh, to receive those boxes. Then they train other church leaders and those church leaders train teachers who then, when the boxes are given to the children, uh, it's really a gospel opportunity uh, for, for children to hear about the name and salvation of Jesus Christ. Uh, the box is really a bridge that opens up the child's heart to, to receive a tangible expression of God's love. And so when those boxes are given out, the gospel is presented. Uh, in fact, uh, churches are strengthened as a result of these outreach events. Uh, but That's pastors, right. 
yeah, pastors are using this actually as a strategy to reach out into new communities where there is no church. Uh, so they'll have a distribution event where there's not a church in existence. And sometimes those churches, uh, those little distribution center, distribution opportunities uh, take root and small groups happen and then discipleship happens and churches are actually being planted as a result of pastors going out using these, these boxes as opportunities into new communities. In fact, last year, Ryan, we had over a thousand churches planted as a result of, of pastors using these boxes in new communities. Man. So who would have thought that a shoebox that I'm packing here in the U.S. could actually be an instrument in the hands of pastors for a church planting movement around the world? It's just, it's just a miraculous story. It's it is a miraculous story, and I'm glad you shared that because I'm not sure that we always that we fully understand um, what happens with that shoebox. Now, um, Andrew, we, it is August 24th. Is it too late for a church to get involved or for families to get involved with the shoeboxes for this year? I've got a feeling I know the answer. I think the answer is no, but if the answer is no, how do we get involved? What would a good next step be? Good next step would be to, well, our National Collection Week is the third week of November. That's when the boxes are all brought together. Well, we got plenty of time. Plenty of time, yes. So a yeah. church, what you'd want to do is you want to just go to the, the Samaritan's Purse OCC website. Uh, on the front page there, there's a whole bunch of uh, different um, call to actions, uh, packing boxes, how to pack a box, how to get your church engaged, how to, do, how to uh, train a project leader for your church to, to really spearhead the effort. Uh, all the information is right there online. And it really is a, a, a simple plug and play type of program. It's not a kind of program that needs a lot of support. Uh, it's simply, you, 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 you announce it, you, you provide the materials, the people do the packing, bring the boxes together, and then the rest of the system takes place uh, uh, just in a real smooth and easy way. It's not a, line item in your budget that you need to add yes uh, which is great so it's just a it's just a free free plug and play kind of thing one of the things but i just want to say is the great commission is still in action mm. in the midst of covid mm. uh jesus has not canceled the his command that we be witnesses in jerusalem judea samaria That's and true. to the ends of the earth mm -hmm. and so operation christmas child provides a way for us to do that even in the midst of covid 19 uh, where we may be locked down or unable to do mission trips, uh, you know, fully that like we've normally been doing, at, you know, in the years past, sending teams all over the world. We can't do that right now, but we can still send a tangible expression of God's love uh, through these boxes that become the gospel opportunity in the hands of pastors and leaders all over the world. What a great reminder. Andrew, would you wrap up our time by, you always have a good story to tell. Just tell us a story so it could be a recent story or one of your favorite stories, just from, uh, give us an Operation Christmas Child story sure. to remind us of the power of this simple box sure. filled with some stuff. There's a, there's a pastor in central Mexico uh, called uh, Pastor Jose. Mm -hmm. Jose uh, has been, had been going up to these mountains five hours away from his home where there was an unreached people group where there was literally no believers, there were no Bibles, uh, there was no uh, physical uh, expression of, of a church. And for 20 years, 
Jose traveled five hours up this mountain to uh, proclaim the gospel. Uh, and after 20 years of doing this, he had three believers, three ladies who had come to faith in the Lord uh, that he was discipling. Uh, and, uh, but that was the, 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 the amount of fruit that he saw. After hearing about Operation Christmas Child, he utilized the boxes about two years ago. He did a distribution event in this town called La Laguna, where there were the three believer, believing ladies. Uh -huh. The ladies organized a, the distribution party. Uh, Pastor Jose presented the, the gospel to 80 different children that day. Three, two, two and a half years ago, it was. Two and a half years ago, at that one event, 80 children came to the Lord. 20 adults came to the Lord as a result of that distribution event. Over the past two and a half years, Pastor Jose has continued to go up there and disciple uh, the, that, that community. There is now a thriving church with a trained pastor in that community where that community is now being used as a base to reach out to other communities that don't have the Bible or believers uh, around them as well. And so it just was amazing how Pastor Jose utilized Operation Christmas Child as a, as a tool to transform that whole community. And now there's a thriving church with a trained pastor who is utilizing uh, Operation Christmas Child now to, to go out into uh, different areas of, the, of, of their community. Um, I see you've got the website up there. Is the, you know, Samaritan's Purse uh, is all over the world. Uh, we're in Beirut, we're in Alaska, we're in um, Iowa right now after the derecho storms there. Uh, and Operation Christian Child is just one program of Samaritan's Purse that is just a global, uh, global uh, organization. Now, should I have gone to Operation Christmas Child um, dot org, or can I get there from here? You can get there from there where it says uh, get involved or what we do. If you go yes. to what we, what we do. Okay. What we do. What we do. And, and then drop Operation, down Operation Christmas Child. There it is right there. There it is. That, okay. That'll be the front page of what we do. Uh, we have a national project leader workshop day that's coming up. Uh, if you want to be uh, the spearhead, spearhead this program for your church, that National Project Leader Workshop Day, you can register for that. You can see how to pack a box. Uh, you can build a box online. There's frequently asked questions. So everything you need is right there, Ryan. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Andrew, thanks for joining me on the coffee chat. We love uh, your ministry. We love the partnership that we have as together we try to reach more kids and families with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And friends, if you're not involved and you're looking for a project for you and your church, this is a great one. This is a great one. And um, Andrew, thank you. Thanks for joining me. Sorry it didn't work out last week. This is the second time we've tried it and it worked today. So thank you, thank hey, you, I'm thank glad. you. Yeah, thank you, Ryan. All right, Have thank you, Andrew. Stay in you. touch. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Operation Christmas Child. Go check that out, friends. Beth and I plan to participate again this year, and I trust that you will. Now, as we wrap up the coffee chat, I want to remind you there are some great conversations happening in Kids Matters. I love Kid Men community. A really popular conversation that started last week is from Ronnie Lee. Life of Kid Men. What is the most ridiculous thing 
you have in your office right now. And 200 of you have commented um, with some just ridiculous stuff. Um, there we go. I put in ashes so it freaks out my kids, ashes of an anxious teenager. Um, I haven't been in my office in months, someone says, a rhino sporting an old VBS t-shirt. Someone has a nine foot Mario. Hannah has 5,000 Easter eggs. Uh, Carrie has a flying screaming monkey. Tiffany said, I work out of my bedroom. Uh, an inflatable, an inflatable dinosaur sprinkler. Oh, the life of Kidman, a Charles Spurgeon bobblehead. Lots of great conversations happening in Kids Matters. I love Kidman Facebook community. Trust that you are involved. This is a great way to stay connected and encouraged and resourced through the week. Also, as you prepare for this weekend and Wednesday night, remember we have brand new downloads every day hitting kidsmatter.com. Put a Z in there, K-I-D-Z-M-A-T-T-E-R.com. You can get a free on-screen game by giving us your email address. You'll see it at the top of kidsmatter.com. Go do that. And I'm going to sign off. Friends, we will see you tomorrow in the coffee chat. Thank you so much for being here. I uh, can't wait to see you tomorrow. At the same time, if you need anything, let me know. This episode of the Ryan Frank Podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.